and good morning. This is Mac. And I'm Mike. This is Mac and Mike in the morning. Thank you again for joining us. It's uh, Thursday morning. Um, we have a special guest here today. Um, Mac, why don't you introduce him? We do. Uh, he hails all the way from Buffalo, New York. One of my old good friends, uh, a man by the name of Jim Mazur. Jim. Hi. Welcome to the show. I'm Jim. Uh, uh, nice to be here. So before we get started, <laughs> uh, we usually have long, awkward pauses, especially when we talk over each other. Jim is freaked out right now. Um, no, I'm not. Nice. He's oh. very comfortable. I'm fine. Well, he's very freaked out if you look at him. He looks very comfortable. I'm just kidding. Um, before we get into things, I wanted to say uh, thank you to our sponsors. Uh, we always start our show with our sponsors. Uh, our first sponsor of the day, Mike, why don't you read it off? Um, our first sponsor is dreamyjobs.me. Um, our source for movie recommendations, movie quotes, Facebook profile photos. Um, yeah, pretty much whenever I want to go watch a new movie, you know, it's a holiday season. You're going to go home, spend some time with the family. I need a movie to watch. Just pull up dreamyjobs.me on my phone. Has the best movie recommendations. Also movie quotes. Jimmyjobs.me. And our, we'd like to thank our second sponsor. That's right, our second sponsor. He hails from Michigan. Dr. Jonathan Michael Calador. Go blue. Hail blue. Again, we want to take a moment of silence for uh, Dr. Jonathan Michael Calador's leg, uh, which was brutally injured in a uh, fracture uh, while he was doing a Spartan race. Yeah, it sounds brutal. Oh, we're quiet. Oops. Thank you again, Dr. Jonathan Michael Calador. Uh, go blue. And I always forget our last sponsor. But we won't for forget him today. Jimmy, why don't you, uh, why don't you uh, call him out? Um, is that Dr. David Meisner, <laughs> <It> a podiatrist <laughs> from Long Island? <laughs> That's correct. That is correct. Our third and final sponsor, Dr. David Meisner. We thank you for your service. We have a topic, but before, before we do, I kind of cut Jimmy's introduction off. I want to I make sure uh, he has ample time to introduce himself. Um, so, Jim. Um. Hi, like I said, I'm Jim. Um, I'm friends with Mac since our freshman year of college together. That's true. Um, I'm a software engineer. Um, That's true. And I'm the owner of JimmyJobs.me, which Big is frequently huge bombshell. Frequently mentioned on <laughs> this podcast. Bombshell. Listeners, if you didn't catch that, if you sponsor <laughs> sponsor this podcast, you could appear on the podcast. Um, sorry, go on. Uh, what else is there to say? That's, well, that's I would like to it. know, as we talk over each other, I would like to know how you and Mac first met. Tell us the story of how you of when you first met and how you guys became friends. I think this actually ties into our topic for the day. Um, so literally when we first met, um, I believe Mac was carrying a book. It was like about prayer or something. And our mutual friend... Um, introduced us. Um, Mac was carrying this book about prayer, and I think I tried to tease him for it. I'm like, what's that book? It <laughs> <laughs> was in Knox, right? Um, what? It was in Knox Hall. Yeah, it was in Knox, right. and it was before our global history class. Um, our mutual friend introduced us, and we I teased him about his book, but then I'm like, it's okay. I'm a Christian, too. Not a big deal. Um, and then we just started hanging out a lot. And that was it. <laughs> I must have appeared uh, very nervous to be carrying around a book about prayer. 
And this was um, uh, this was freshman, freshman year. year. This must must have been like the first day of class. Yeah, it was the first day the of very classes. Very first morning. Yep. What am I doing? It's like I'm doing like a reading ahead of time <laughs> for my classes. <laughs> but but the class wasn't the prayer book wasn't for class. no no no. It was no, just, it was it was just reading un unrelated. Yeah. Um, now we were both on our way to our global our world civ class. Oh yeah, not global world world civ world civ or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And that was with uh, what was his name. Dr. Barry. Dr. Barry. He was like this crazy, 80, Dr. Barry, if you're listening to us, you're a great professor. He was this crazy 80-year-old guy, may have not been 80, could have been 79, who just like was, I don't know, stand up at you know, the front of the class every single, every single lecture, would just pontificate for 50 minutes and then tell everyone, just come back next week and do the same thing. Okay, Jim. Well, Jim, um, so are you also, did you also grow up in Buffalo? or? So I moved to Buffalo in the summer between third and fourth grade. And then, yeah, I grew up there. And then I went to college there. And then I moved to New York after college. And I've been here since. Oh, wow. So you've known Mac for uh, uh, quite a few years now. Like um, eight or something. Yeah, seven or eight. 2011, right? Yeah. So seven, going on eight? Well, seven. Because we met in the fall. Yeah, seven, seven. Seven and yeah. a half. Seven in a semester. But you guys didn't know each other. You, guys, you both were from Buffalo. But different parts. Yeah, not we weren't close to each other, but the general western New York area, we were both. Thank you. I'm the only there. one down here who says western New York. Everyone else calls it upstate. <laughs> I really just call it the Midwest. <laughs> the Midwest. <laughs> Mike is from Albany. I am. Oh, you are. I So I actually was born in Schenectady. So. Oh, wow. What hospital? Ellis Hospital. Yes, me too. Really? really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, actually, I was. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's what really funny. So, were you there all your life? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that was there. Grew up there. Um, went to Cornell. Had Cornell. To, had to drop Ivy that League. in. <laughs> Ivy League. Uh, yeah. Then went to Michigan for grad school, and uh, then moved here. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, I want to interject here because there was something interesting that came up in Jimmy's story, which is me carrying around a book of prayer, which relates to our highly controversial topic of the day. And listeners, if this is not a topic you want to hear us talk about, please disengage and join us back next week where we'll be talking about something much lighter, like kittens. But today's topic is religion, which this is probably a bad idea. To talk about religion? Yeah, I feel like this is something like, you're not supposed to talk about. Um, well, we can talk about that as a meta topic first for like a couple minutes, and then we can delve into oh, like, like the real topic. Way. Interesting. Right. So, like, why is religion? Oh, like, why do you think religion is um, deemed a controversial topic? Right? Because you know how they're like, okay, there's certain things you aren't supposed to talk about, right? Yeah. With like people, or you know, just to like so you don't offend them, right? So like politics, money, religion, money in terms of like I guess like salary. Yeah. Um, but so. Why do you think that religion is like one of those? I'm looking at Jimmy because I'm sure he has a really good answer. Do you want me to go? Yeah. Um, so I guess first of all, it's something like people have very strong feelings about. Like people care about it a lot. Um, at least some people do. Yeah. Um, so if you say you disagree with that, it's automatically going to start, like, a pretty serious conflict if you just, like, call someone out about it or say, like, oh, I don't believe that. Then, like, you're threatening them as a person. It's not just, like, you're threatening their idea. Right. Um, I guess the other part of it is, yeah, I guess the other part is, like, yeah, like, it's hard to find, like, I guess a lot of people with differing religions, like, sometimes they, like, 
like contradict with each other so it's hard to sometimes find like a common ground although like there are com there is common ground between like a lot of religions like judaism and christianity like there is common yeah. ground there but still like in the wrong setting i guess it can cause like pretty serious dis disagreements yeah i like that point about common ground it honestly reminds me a lot of politics like i don't know people have their teams and like the reason why you don't talk about it is because if you're on the wrong team you're gonna argue yeah i mean so much of politics and religion is like have been like intertwined through like history right, right? like thousands of years yeah um, that's a good point yeah, so we can we can delve into this. <laughs> that was, into this that was a light now. introduction. I think we're all <laughs> satisfied with Jimmy's answer. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, there's one point that's interesting, and I think maybe we can talk about this um, because uh, we've been sort of hinting at this, and um, as like any good storytelling podcast, um, <laughs> we're, we're like building up to a big reveal about Max past. <laughs> I think it was revealed podcast. already, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, did we not include this in the podcast? We did. We this, did. Yeah, this yeah. was in the podcast. This, this was in there. This was in there, but it was just at the end. It right? was like a teaser. Like, you didn't explain it oh, at all. Oh, man. Right, yeah, and then no we one, took, like, a three-week break. Yeah. yeah. No one listens to the end of the podcast anyway. They all That's true. Out. Everyone was just like, wait, it just ended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True yeah. That. I wonder. I wonder what our listeners will say to this podcast. I wonder what they're doing right now. I wonder if they're like groaning or if they're just. I like, don't know. They're probably just like eating food in Rome. Probably. Like, who are our listeners? I guess your listeners. We have a lot. So, as some of you may know, as a very, uh, I'll say, active evangelical Christian, up until like the end of my freshman year of college. Well, I, I should say like from the middle of high school up until the end of my first. So actually only like three or four years maybe. Oh, that's, um, okay. Um, uh, let's stop there. Uh, what would you say defines or what is an evangelical? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> like, I thought you were going to end the discussion because you saw it going down like a terrible uh, controversial alley. No. Um, no, we're, we're no strangers to controversy here. So... I think there's, I don't know, I think there's, I mean, every, I, you know, anyone could call themselves a Christian. I think what dis distinguishes in my mind, like an evangelical, obviously there's like these technical differences between different denominations that I'm not going to get into because I'm not familiar with them. But like what stands out to me as like two very different types of Christians are like passive and active Christians. Like a passive Christian will mostly like observe to themselves and like, it sounds weird, but just like blend in with like the majority of the rest of the population. Whereas like an active Christian or like an evangelical Christian like myself would like approach people and try to talk to them about God, like sort of like in uh, like a cringy way um, or like walk around reading prayer books and like striking up conversations or like other things like that, like like integrating uh, like religion very heavily into a lot of different parts of, of your life. So how did you come to be a like uh, how did you say <laughs> you come to be like were you happen? were you born well uh, so the the long of it is my parents are pretty well my mom in particular always like took us to church and of course as a kid you like hated church you just were hot and dress clothes you want to go home or whatever and like so we like habitually went to church through middle school um they also had like really cool youth group events uh to like kind of like sucker people into going to, i mean sucker, <laughs> people, sucker people into going to church so like it, it not only was like a a place that my parents like wanted me to go is also like where I made a lot of my friends. So it's like convenient to you know, keep going back and hanging out. But I didn't actually like really subscribe to like a lot of the beliefs or at least a lot of the, the 
doctrine is not the right word, but a lot of like what I was being encouraged to do in church, I kind of just like blew it off. I was like, yeah, I'm a good person, blah, 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 blah. Like don't lie, cheat, steal, whatever. Um, but then like midway through high school, I like had like a little bit of like an identity crisis where I was like, okay, like who do I want to be in life? And I decided that like, if I'm going to say I'm a Christian and hang out at church or whatever, I like can't like not actually live it. And I think what happened was I tend to be like a very, um, I don't know, a uh, very analytical person. And so I would take a lot of what I was learning from uh, church and other places pretty like literally. Um, and I was like trying to figure <coughs> out like how these axioms fit together. And so what ended up happening is like parts of my life like drastically changed based on like how I interpreted like some of these axioms or some of these laws or whatever. So like uh, there was like uh, one instance where uh, I was like really trying to to hold near the, the phrase like do unto others as you would have to do unto the, or something like this, like love your neighbor as yourself. So I just was like giving stuff away in like a weird, like you're concerned about like my mental health kind of way. Like oh. people would just be like, hey, can I have this? I'd be like, yeah. And then I just like give it to him. I was like considering like donating a guitar my parents had bought me. It was like super expensive. And I was like, is it better for me to keep this guitar or give it to someone else? Like not that these are bad things in and of themselves, but like um, I took things to the extreme basically like at, at, at some point in high school. Um, and this is where like the whole prayer books and talking to people, um, like basically just like throwing out the door what people thought of. Up until like 10th grade-ish, I was like always trying to be cool and like you know cared about what other people thought about me and all this other stuff. And then 11th grade, I kind of just like threw all that out the window and was like, okay, I'm gonna be like 100% like the God dude. Um, so I was like the God dude for like two years. Uh, and I would say in in college as well. Yeah, you definitely were. Uh, it's hard. It's honestly because all of it blurs together. I think it was the God dude up until like the very end of my freshman year um, in college. Um, but yeah, I think it was just like a sort of like an identity crisis and just like a, a I like had to decide one way or the other and I decided like the God path. So Jimmy, you you knew Mac for like a year as as in Mac's words as the God dude. I would say so. I mean, he was more than that to me because, like, we were friends and we had did like we talked. Well, I we I guess we talked about Christianity a lot, but yeah, we, we talked about other things too. That wasn't like the extent of our friendship. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess to like add on to like what an evangelical Christian is, I think I typically think of it as like someone who like generally tends to take a more literal interpretation of the Bible, whereas like non-evangelical Christians might think of it more metaphorically. I guess that's how I make, part of how I make the distinction. Um, just wanted to add that in. That's a much more succinct way to say what I was trying to say. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it might be a, bit, a little bit, um, I'm, I'm trying to under, not understand, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to, uh, like, part, or not, well, uh, like, Spit I guess I've never really thought about the passive like Christian uh, versus active Christian, if that makes any sense, yeah. before in terms of um, uh, like going out and like I mean obviously there are people like you know missionaries or you know people who like go out and like try to actually actively like yeah. spread you know spread their religion, um, but I never really thought of that in terms of like just me as a person or people that I know as being active or passionate. Yeah. passive Christians. Well, so, like, the difference in my mind is, like, if you just, like, interacted with a person, would you think they were a Christian? Just, like, outside of the context of church or anything like that? Just, like... Aside I, from them telling you or, like, preaching or whatever? Um, like, I don't know how it would come up, you know, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I think that's, like, part of what my goal was and when I, like, made this decision to be, like, the God dude is, like, okay, I want people to, like, be able to tell that I'm a Christian without them, like, having to ask everybody. So, like, 
am I being so nice that they're like, wait, why is this guy being so nice? He's either like mental or like he's a Christian or like, what, you know, stuff like that. Uh, like, are there people you've interacted with where you're like, that person is like definitely like a Christian or that person is like definitely like Buddhist or something like that? No, I don't think so. No? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, like, not just because I think, and this might just be all uh, uh, naive maybe in terms of like, yeah, yeah. you know, a, a lot of the, man, I don't really want to call it like Christian morals or values, right? They're just like good things that, a representative of good people, right? Yeah. And so it's really hard to say, like, you know, if this is a good person, if they're, like, Christian or not, or, you know, you know it could be any, like, religion, right? Um, and so, um, yeah, I don't know. It's not actually something I have actively thought about, but maybe I'll now start thinking about it with my interactions with yeah. uh, strangers. I, I feel like that's part of, like, the, like, Christian ideology, though, that, like, you should, like, let your light shine before all men. There's, like, a Bible yeah, verse right. that says that, right. like, to try and, like, display that you're a Christian. And I think it's also, like, part of the Christian ideology that, like, all, like, morals come from, like, God. And, like, even if people who aren't Christians share the same morals, it was ultimately, like, originally derived from God, so... I think that's, like, the principle behind, like, trying to be a really good person. So if people think, like, oh, you're different, why are you different? Yeah. And then... I remember that was always, like, a thing. Like, you had to, like, be different. Like, it, it seems like now looking back on it, like, so isolating. Not Yeah. Like, it seems like a really good way to, like, create, like, two different classes of people when, like, you're, you're supposed to be doing the opposite of that, right? I think it's, like, a youth group thing. Like, they're trying to get you, like, enthusiastic about your faith <laughs> or whatever yeah. and, like, find some way to try and engage people. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, so there's one thing I wanted to get to, which was um, Mac uh, said you, you had a complete 180. I think yeah. – To use your words, which I will try to recall from memory, so they're not exact, so I'll put them in air quotes. (laughs) He's air quoting. Air air quoting. Um, You know, you had uh, a sort of, I don't know what to say, crisis of faith, where you kind of like, you know, like, uh, didn't know what you're doing with your life, what's the purpose, what's the meaning of life, and you're trying to find, like, well, if it's not God-given, then, like, what am I doing? Like, what's the purpose of life? Um, So... Uh, I guess, Jimmy, did you know Mac during this period? Uh, well, what I think is even more interesting, okay. it's kind of super convenient that Jimmy's here, is he actually did this before I did. So I don't want to I don't want to uh, put words into your mouth or spill the beans, but if you're comfortable talking about I'm it. I'm comfortable talking about anything related yeah, to this. Yeah, like what was, what's, what was your, like, religion uh, story, abbreviated, because we're running low on time because I talked for too long, but then more okay. interestingly, like, how did – you end up where you are today. Okay, I'll try and be, like, quick about it, I guess. Um, so I guess I became a Christian for different reasons than Mac. I think my – I feel like I'm a more emotional person, like, naturally. Like, I think I have the capability to be analytical, but, like, that's not my default mode. Um, I honestly, like, became a Christian because I was scared of dying. And then I, like – not purposely or, like, consciously, but, like, I emotionally, like, made myself into, like, believing it. And then I did believe it. And I guess I wasn't probably, like, as serious about my faith um, as Mac. uh, But I definitely, like, believed it and thought about it a lot. And, like, when I did, like, youth group activities and, like, sang worship songs or whatever, I meant meant it. Um, 
I guess when I met Mac, I tried to be, I was like inspired by his example. So I like tried to be more serious about it and like start like, I don't know, thinking about it more and like putting it into practice more. Um, but I guess eventually in like doing that, I started to like think more about it and learn more. And then I'm like, wait, does this actually make sense? Is this real or is this something like that I'm just imagining in my head um there were like a few different experiences I had that like caused me to question I guess one thing was this Veritas group we had which was basically like people from like any faith like or atheists could come together and talk it was actually hosted by like a Christian club on campus but like anyone could come to it and like, the atheists would make, like, better arguments about stuff than the Christians would. So it was, like, then I started to question. And I guess through my investigation, eventually I'm, like, I don't know what I believe in anymore. And then I guess I did, like, over that summer, kind of, like, at the same time as Mac, I, like, kind of came to the conclusion, like, oh, I'm an atheist. Like, I don't believe in any, like, supernatural stuff or gods or anything like that. Um I would say I wouldn't say I did it before Mac. I would say um, it was like simultaneous ish. <laughs> okay, okay. I have, I have two. Sorry, Mike. You're like dying to interject. I'll interject before you. First of all, uh, Veritas. I think it was Trish. What's her name? Yeah. She, she organized Veritas. Trish, you're amazing. I I really enjoyed those discussions. <coughs> they were super interesting. Just like that's what you should be doing in college. You should be going and talking to other people with different ideas. And so that was very valuable. Agreed. Thank you for doing yeah, that. I liked it a lot too. And I also, it was very, uh, it was the opposite of, well, different from what you'd expect. You'd expect like sort of there to be like this under like current of like, oh, you should be Christian. But it wasn't any of that. It was just like uh, happened to be hosted by Trish. So thank you, Trish. Um, second of all, I feel like uh, there was this big announcement freshman year. We were, it was known to many of our floor mates that we were Christian. And then one day, somehow, like, Jimmy declared that he didn't believe in God anymore. Was this whole thing, like, the whole floor is listening in. And, like, they're all like, whoa, like, what's the deal or whatever? Cause I remember because I was pooping at the time. I was in one of the stalls. And I was like, what is going on out there? And the reason why it was significant, the reason why you had, like, declared it to the whole floor that you were atheist is because our other friend named DJ had bet that both Jimmy and I were going to be atheists by the end of the year. This was back when we were both Christian, and we we're like, "No, you're wrong. Like that's so rude of you to say that." Blah 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 blah. And in like in my mind, I was like, "Jimmy, you like lost the bet. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're just like having some crisis. Like, I'll help you through it or whatever." At the time, but I feel like that was when you like did your 180. So can I comment on that? Yeah. So that's not how I remember it. Well, <laughs> I believe that that happened because that sounds like something I would do. Um, <laughs> I guess I should say I definitely wasn't, like, confident at that time. Like, it wasn't until, like, I did a lot of, like, reading and thinking okay. over the summer that I was, like, very confident. Like, this is what I think. Um, but I don't remember knowing about the bet. I remember being told, like, later by um, DJ and Mallory that they had made a bet about it. I'm like, you guys made a bet about oh, this? Really? Um, so I maybe you knew about it and I didn't know about yeah. it. So, yeah, apparently they made a bet that, like, we w one of us would become atheists, like, before. It was actually, they told me, before the end of college. So, like, we <laughs> both became atheists in, like, the first year. So I don't even remember who was on which side of the bet, but it was very clear what ended up happening. Yeah. I think we have similar stories. Yeah. I think what's interesting is we didn't, we, we chatted a little bit, but it's not like we really engaged too heavily that summer, I don't think. 
not over the summer, more just before. Yeah, the like summer. we had some pretty heavy engagement before the summer, and then after that, we kind of went off and like both like found, like sort of like what we believed mm-hmm. that just like I don't know what you did. You watched a lot of YouTube videos. I also did. There's a lots of good YouTube series, um, and just correct me if I'm wrong here, but I, there's lots of good YouTube series on like people's uh, like journey as they're like starting to doubt their faith and like people like walking them through it, like what it means, like you're thinking all these things and then like what to do in certain situations that I found super helpful. And I also read a ton of stuff and then kind of came to similar conclusions. Is that correct? Like, I, I think you also watched video. Did yeah, I, I did a lot of reading and like reading different blogs and even books. And like, I remember I spent a lot of time like reading like online philosophy encyclopedias. So I went pretty in depth with some of it, maybe more in depth than I needed to, but it was like, good. It was fun. What's the is it epistemology? Is that the yeah? That's like the study of um, like learning or knowledge. Yeah. Hmm. That's really interesting. Um, a lot to unpack there. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We dropped a lot. like five minutes to unpack it. Now. Oh uh, no! I think I, I can. I have like fifteen minutes. So Perfect. Okay. Um, so. You would say, you, you guys both said, you know, you read a lot, you watched a lot of YouTube videos, here's some people, like, their journey with um, their faith. Um, would you say it's mostly, um, like, w- rational arguments in terms of, like, you're trying to reason, like, I think an argument I, he- I hear, you know, maybe, uh, or, or not, um, is, uh, like, you can't reasonably prove if, you know, like, God exists or if there exists, like, you know, any deities, right? Um, or, you know, something like that. And Or is it more of a crisis in terms of, um, you know, like, I, I think this is pretty, like, a common, you know, pattern or trope among people. It's like, you know, they have a crisis of faith in terms of, like, somebody they really love, like, gets sick or, like, dies, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, how can there be a god with that exists in a world that's, like, this cruel? Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, take me through uh, uh, your reasoning or your, your rationale. I, I want to I jump in real quick. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I'll answer that question. I want to preface it with this is all just, like, my personal belief. Like, I feel like we're on narrow or thin ice, basically. I've had similar conversations with other friends, and the point at which you try, try to start justifying why you believe something, you are, like Jimmy said, sort of, like, attacking their beliefs. So I don't want our listeners to be offended if we say anything that you don't disagree, that you don't agree with or that's you know that makes it seem like you know we're calling ourselves the rational ones or you're calling yourself the, you know and nothing like that. This is all just our opinion, right? Uh, it's like your personal journey through right life, right? I think yeah. If if you're feeling triggered, like don't like we're just we're just having a conversation. We're not saying one is right or one is wrong. Um, for me personally, I'll go real quick. For me personally, it was. Uh, it was mostly the rationalization bit, but it was also a little bit about uh, a little bit of the second bit you mentioned. Nothing like tragic happened in my life, thankfully, um, to, to cause me to lose my faith. But I did think about tragic thing in, things in other people's lives, like I don't know, like uh, like poverty or like you know uh, people who die who don't deserve to die, and like hell and like all this other stuff. And I was like, well, like I was trying to like make sense of it all, and I. I think like me just like re like crunching the numbers over and over in my head like just led me to the conclusion that like I didn't think that a god could be responsible for all of this. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm not sure what category like my reasoning would fall into. I don't think I was very like emotional about it. It was more for me, I guess. Um let me think how to say this. Uh 
sorry. <laughs> um, putting me on the spot a bit here. <laughs> I mean, I guess one thing was, um, like, hell was, like, a big obstacle for me. I guess, I guess looking at the Bible, like, objectively, like, from the point of view, from what I felt was a neutral point of view, it didn't seem like the perfect book, like, that was something that was divinely inspired. It seemed like something that could have been written by normal people and had a lot of horrible stuff in it, at least from my view. Um, and I know there's, like, different ways to interpret different passages, but I was trying to, like, look at things from, like, if I was just coming, if I had never seen this book before, what would I think reading through it? And to me, it didn't seem divinely inspired. And then I did kind of looking at, like, other religions, there didn't seem to be, like, anything special about them either like it's religion seems to me to be like a common human trait like it's something humans do and there's like evolutionary explanations behind like why people do what they do so to me that kind of like I guess screens off the fact of it being true like if there's an explanation for the behavior that has nothing to do with like whether that's the truth or not then it's not worth me paying attention to. Yeah. Do you remember this was at, we went to uh, right before, well, right after the last, the second semester of our freshman year, we went to a summer camp, Christian camp called Basilea. Yeah. That was a really good time. We went with our friend Shant. Do you know Shant? Oh, I know Shant. I, think you know I would him. say Shant was a big part of at least my journey. I feel like both of our journeys probably in like starting to think about this more. Definitely yeah. mine. Yeah. Shant's, Shant's a good man. Um, what I was going to say is at Basilea, I remember we had a discussion about like the ascension of Jesus Christ, like after he rose from the dead. And at the time I was just like, like this was when I was really questioning stuff. I was like just begging someone to explain how this made any sense. Like thinking about it back then, it, like thinking about it back when people wrote the Bible, it made sense that they thought like heaven was up basically. But if you think about like the ascension of Jesus Christ now, he was just like going out into space in like one direction. And like I couldn't like figure out how to like, like make sense of this basically like in in what world would like the god like the creator of the universe just happen to like go up into the clouds and then like once he's above the clouds like teleport somewhere else <laughs> or, like go to i don't know or whatever like maybe i don't know he like dissolved like thanos or something like that but like <laughs> it's not like he just like went outwards in one direction he just end up somewhere like in outer space and we know this now and i remember just like i was having a really hard time like coming to terms with that it's like that was one of the issues that like stuck me i was just like this doesn't make sense um, so how, uh, I'm going to come back to yeah. what I said, um, about how you, when you guys sort of like made this, uh, personal, uh, transition, I, I'm going to call it, I mean, transition makes it seem very transactional, but, um, it, it, and, which journey. is not yeah. journey, yeah. journey yeah. right. Um, uh, I think Mac, you touched on this, uh, briefly, which is, um, like it sort of changed one, the way you looked at it, but also maybe what you thought was the purpose of your life, right? In terms of like maybe, I'm putting words in your eyes' mouth so you guys can correct me, but in terms of like, if, you know, religion gave you a purpose in life or direction, or a way of like living your life, right? How is it different now, you know, that you've made this? Like during, like you were saying how I think, you know, like what gives you meaning in life yeah. and what makes you happy or, <laughs> you know. Uh, so how has that changed in terms of, like, how you, I guess, like, think and approach life? I'll let Jimmy go. Oh, I'm come on. I think right, you I'll, should I'll go. go. I'll go quick if you want me to. Um, yeah, I think I said it last week. 
basically, I did have a little bit of a crisis because it's nice when there's a book or other people to tell you what to do or how you should behave or what your life should be about. Um, but then like coming to the realization that there's not actually a source of truth for that information was like, I don't know, I don't know, very, very uh, daunting. <laughs> like, um, and I just remember like, like browsing websites, like philosophical websites, like books on like the meaning of life, not books, like websites, I don't know. I, was most, I mostly use the internet um, for, for this journey. Uh, I came across one quote that really stuck with me. I mentioned it, it's like life's purpose is to give life purpose. And that seemed like uh, it fit very well with sort of where I was at in terms of like, okay, I'm like looking for something to do. And the very fact that I'm looking for something to do means I'm doing the right thing. And so it's, it's almost like an admission that like even, like not everyone, knows everything they don't have all the answers all the time but as long as you're like searching and as long as you're like trying then you'll you're on the right path you're doing the right thing basically it was, it was, it's affirmation mostly that it's okay to, to not have everything figured out yeah i feel like i struggled a lot more with this and probably still struggle more with this than like max so that's why i want him to go first <laughs> um I guess one thing that was consistent, like actually my entire life, is that I've always wanted to help people and make the world a better place. Um, so that didn't change. I still care very much about like improving the world and I try to think about the best ways to improve the world. Um, I'm not doing the greatest job, but I'm trying, so that's good. It's better than not trying, right? Um, yeah, and I guess more like even like this year, I kind of have like come around to Max's point of view that like the meaning of life is to give life meaning. I think I would agree with that. I think if you asked me that like two years ago, I probably would have said, mm, not sure about that. But I think that's I would say that's accurate. So have you assigned any meaning to life? Have you like chosen like, oh, this is what I want life to be about for me? Um, I'm working on it. Nice. Hmm. I'm also still working on it. I don't quite know. Yeah. I mean, definitely helping people. That's that's one thing for sure that I want to do. But, like, outside of that, I guess I'm not really 100% sure yet. Yeah, I think it's um, a continual journey. Mike, do you have answers? <laughs> I have no answers. Oh, I'm curious uh, about your religious background, actually, yeah, since sure. you're, ask you're interrogating <laughs> us. <laughs> I was wondering when it was gonna come back around to me. <laughs> it never even uh, occurred to me. Yeah. Yeah. No. I can. Uh, I can. I can talk a little, a little bit about um, uh, uh, me. Um, yeah. I was a uh, born, uh, raised Catholic. Uh, went to Catholic school. I didn't know you went uh, to Catholic school. Uh, just for um, through sixth grade. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, my cousins went to Catholic school. Yeah. It's I'll let you go an ahead. Experience. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, went to church like every Sunday uh, with my parents, the fa family. Uh, probably will go, you know, to Christmas mass on Sunday. Uh, uh, yeah, or, or on Christmas, I guess. Um, yeah, um, yeah I, I, I mean, I would say I, yeah, I would say I believe in God still. Um, I don't go to church weekly um, anymore. I did throughout college, you know, like, uh, um, it, I stopped going in grad school. Uh, that's a, that's a whole nother story. Um, but, uh, I, st I still do. And I think the biggest thing actually, um, uh, I can tell you a little bit if you're interested in terms of like how I've reasoned about it in my, in my own mind. Cause you know, I think, um, most, I, I, we call us like rational people you know have to question you know like we're, we're scientists right in terms of like we have to question and rationalize like the process of like what we do and that includes like living life um 
but uh, in terms of like, I've kind of just given up in terms of saying like, I there's really no way that I can rationalize the the existence of, of God or not. Um, and I know that if I were born differently in terms of like, you know, the, I think they they call it like the accident of birth, right? The circumstances in which you were born, right? It probably would dictate how I. Uh, whether or not I believe in God, right? It's just because, okay, this is how I was brought up, and this is uh, this is how, you know, I uh, uh, was brought up in, like, into in this, like, faith, right? And that's mm-hmm. what, I guess, in my opinion, is religion is, right? That there's faith that there exists a God, and you can't prove it or not. Um, uh, and um, and so that's sort of how I, I the lens in which I, I view life, Um in terms of, uh, I this is a, a more recent like spin on how I view it. In terms of, you can see everything in terms of like uh, the world, right? In terms of people are very, um, di- like people people are different, right? In terms of like I have this constant amazement of like the little things that each person does. I think we talked about this briefly in terms of like, you know, you're walking like down the sidewalk and you're like, I wonder if anybody else has like seen this other thing, right? And it's like amazing to me that all of this is going on or like you walk down the street and you see like somebody and like that is just like a window into the day of what they're doing and they have their own lives that, that go on. And part of me is like, how can such a world exist of which all of this is going on and which we're all individual beings without some greater purpose to it and you know i don't think that there's every like one little thing can be rationalized but it's just like a belief and that's how i go with it and i think a lot of the the stuff with that like turns me off on religion is 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 most of the human elements i think that is what you're touching on a little bit jimmy in terms of just like um uh and and that like I, i don't really buy into but um uh it's more of just like yeah i believe in god and like i'll accept it as just like that's who i am and what it is just because of the way i was brought up um and uh it it, it centers me a little bit in terms of like how uh, my perspective of, of my world so um that was uh mike rants about religion <laughs> John, <please. laughs> yeah. oh thank you for ch- thank you for sharing yeah thanks no thanks for asking I would say uh, that's actually very similar to. I would say that's very similar to my worldview. Actually, uh, just I came to a slightly different conclusion. Like it sounds like you have, uh, you believe in God, uh, but it doesn't sound like you agree with like a lot of the, a lot of what pushed you towards that belief. It seems like you kind of like settled on it on your own, and now it just affects like how you view the world. Like the, you mentioned the word lens. Like the yeah, um, I think the the closest thing that I've read or heard about uh that matches my viewpoint is more as like god is a clockmaker and if you've yeah. heard of this right in terms of like mm-hmm. he's the one who like set the thing in motion right and just observes th- the universe but it's still um uh i, I feel as though with each person this might just be because i'm like a, you know too much of an optimist <laughs> or something <laughs> right in terms of like within each person there's some like d- divinity right in terms yeah. of like that like, you know each person's like created in the image and likeness of god right in terms yeah. of just like okay well like so you see the good in people or yeah that's something like interesting yeah. right in terms yeah. of like like that and um uh you know it's, it's just a way of seeing the world I feel like it's such a good way to see the world, honestly. I completely agree. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, now, this, this is going to sound really bad. Please don't take this the wrong way. There I there have been moments where, like, I wish I could have that exact, like, lens. And, like, I wish I don't didn't have the current beliefs that I do. Like, I feel like in a lot of ways, 
it's kind of weird how you can't control what you believe sometimes. Like, I feel like even if I put my mind to it, I would have a hard time believing in God. But I feel like having that that lens allows you to see people that you'd otherwise pass by or allows you to pick up on things that you'd otherwise, like, miss. And I feel like sometimes I'm missing stuff because I'm not, like, viewing the world through the right lens. But you could also just, like, I don't know, you don't ever do this in terms of, like, you put on a different set of glasses, right, in terms of, like, all right, I'm going to go sit in a coffee shop today and look at the, the world. Like, I'm going to sit at the window and look at the world through this particular lens yeah. and then, like, write down what you think and feel, right, in terms yeah. of, like, how does that, you know. Um, I, and I think in terms of it doesn't have to necessarily be, like, through a religious lens in terms of, like, something we always, like, say around here, right? It's, like, assume good intent, right? Yeah. Which is just, like, a spin on that, right, in terms of, like, yeah. well, if that's the way you, you view the world. And, and that's why I'm, like, not particularly – I'm, like, a passive – you'd say I'm, like, passively religious, right? Not evangelical. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it, it more dictates, like, how I view in, like, the world yeah. and, like, live my own life as opposed, like, to trying to push this onto, like, other people. I think it's really cool that uh, – I don't know. I feel like the, like the typical religion doesn't actually set people up to have that lens. Like, I feel like it, it gives them, like, a very blurred or, like, very, like, uh, scratched. I, like, I, it's awesome that I feel like that's, like, the, one of the most optimal uh, lenses to have. And it's cool that you, you have that lens despite, like, not being set up for it. Like, I feel like considering my religious background, I was not set up for that lens. I was set up for, like, an us versus them uh, lens. Like, oh, either be a Christian or you're going to hell type lens. I don't know if it was the same way in, like, Catholic school or whatnot, but I feel like. It takes quite a bit of reflection to come to that conclusion. Yeah, I, I don't think I ever really bought into the heaven and hell thing. Oh, dang, maybe I was like out. a kid, like maybe as a kid, like maybe <laughs> you know I, I I did, but like I was sort of just was like, yeah, like maybe you know, yeah, I don't even know if I believe in like an afterlife, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um. Uh. But I do. I think we've talked about this a little bit. I, I tell Mac this all the time in terms of like. I, there's nothing, if I die, like, right now, <laughs> there's nothing I would really regret not doing, right? And that's how I kind of want to live my life in terms of, like, I want to, I don't want to have, like, conflicts with people that aren't, like, resolved or something. Um, and I, and not, it's not saying that I, like, like my life as it is. Uh, I'm constantly trying to improve it, improve my relationships, improve, you know, like, my mind or whatever. Um, but... I, I think that's a way, and a little bit is the way I came to that is dictated by, you know, how I was brought up, my religion, my belief in God. Yeah, I mean, I think there's positives and negatives to everything. And I think a lot of people, like, take what they want to take out of religion. So if someone comes into it with a certain attitude, like, I want to, like, look at people as, like, good, they'll come out with that. And if they come into the with the attitude, like, I want to be on this team and other people are on that team, they'll take that out of it. Yeah. We always end our, our each episode with a new experience. We talk about a new experience that we did uh, during the week. Uh, I never so, prepared for this. So, back, what was oh, your new man. experience? New experience last week. Hmm. Oh, um, I bought a car. This is a new experience. So wow. I have uh, I've bought a car before. I bought one in college after I saved enough for my senior year. Uh, but the process was very different. I didn't do any of the negotiation. That was my dad. I basically just walked in and was like, yeah, this is fine. Um, but this was like a very adult step where like you have to go and you have to talk to a bunch of different dealerships and figure out which ones are trying to steal your money. And then you have to see if it's the car you want and sign the papers and get a huge certified check to pay for the thing and get insurance and get an easy pass and like all this other stuff. So, um, 
I definitely like grew up a little bit last week. Wow! Congratulations. We're we're getting around the. Oh no! no. Oh no! <laughs> okay. I didn't know that was part of it. Um, well, no, this is just a bit. I think this is a big new experience that we just. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Very great. Good. Thank you. Yeah, there we go. Congrats. I am proud of you. Thank you. Uh, well, Christine and I are going to pick it up on set. That's the other thing, too, is it's like we bought a car. Christine and I are, Ooh. are you know, obviously sharing the car. So it's like our first. I mean, we're obviously very invested in each other and like we have an apartment together or whatever, but it's like our first huge purchase together. That's great. Um, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, Jimmy, did you want to go next? Uh, sure. I mean, I. I don't generally do as many new experiences as you guys, I don't think, but I guess I had a new experience today. Um, I played the game Love Letter with <laughs> my coworkers at work, which I hadn't played it with those coworkers before, so that technically counts as a new experience. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm only laughing because it's ir- you showed me that game. That was a new experience for me. Oh, cool. So it's almost transitive. Yeah, I think, uh, no, that's great. Every new experience counts. Right. <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing, too, is realizing the little new things that you do each week. I think that is something I underappreciate. Yeah. Right? I always think, like, oh, I'm not doing enough, like, things. But then you realize that, like, oh, it's, you just need to be, like, cognizant of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did I do new this week? I went to the train show um, uh, in the Botanical Gardens. When I say train show, it's not, like, big Huge. trains. Okay. They're the toy model trains. I don't know if you guys have ever gone not the botanical gardens train show but i have been to train shows in the past i've never been to a train show i don't think it's cool it's just like a display they make like buildings out of like uh styrofoam and like no it's botanical garden so it's all like reusable stuff it's all like 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 plastic and like no not plastic like tree branches and like moss and like flowers and stuff oh nice yeah it was really cool i really liked trains Um, metal yeah model trains yeah metal metal no not metal Oh, so it's not like real trains. No, they're little like <laughs> like model trains. You know, like it, kids are really into it. Okay, I'm like immature, so I'm a kid. I'm thinking of like a car show where they have like actual cars. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> um, but cool. Yeah, that was a new nice. experience. Um, and I was supposed to give a shout out to my uh, friend Evan, who just turned thirty. Um, I uh, was out with him last night uh, when he turned thirty at midnight. Um, so that that's was, also a new experience. He, he was born at midnight? No, I don't know when he was born, but, you know, okay. day turned over, okay. so okay. good enough, close enough. Um, yeah, so that's it. Should we Thanks. say, uh, oh. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, one last uh, thank you to our sponsors. Yes. We'll do an abbreviated version because we're running very low on time. Um, so thank you again to Dr. Jonathan Michael Caldor and Dr. David Meisner. And last but certainly not least, our guest on the show today. Jimmy Jobs, not me. Your source for um, movie quotes, <laughs> movie recommendations, and Facebook profile pictures. Thanks, Jimmy Jobs. <laughs>